The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hello and welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ryan Gilbert, joined as always with my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Uh, up, up and down day, I guess, with this uh, second Turkake. Um, yeah, just got off work and uh, ready to get the weekend going. It's going to be a hell of a, hell of a Saturday for me, um, you know, especially starting off with that epic game between Michigan and Ohio State. I hope the Buckeyes can pull it off, but um, yeah, I don't think that they will. But uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm hoping for. And a big blowout win by LSU would be nice to get Jaden Daniels Heisman home. Maybe another eight touchdown performance. We'll get it done. Uh, I had a couple 25 to 1 tickets on him. Uh, but I, I have my doubts because they're not going to make the uh, SEC championship game. And then Bo Nix will get the. Uh, the 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 Pac-12 championship game to take it over, but whatever. Um, basically, it was a win as long as Caleb Williams didn't win. So it would be a very small win as long as um, something crazy doesn't happen. But nothing crazy will happen. So we're good. We're good with the Heisman stuff. And uh, yeah, just looking forward to the weekend here. Yeah, so tomorrow's the the last day of the uh, of of the regular regular season, right? So your win totals will be able to to go in, cash in. Yeah, yeah, uh, Penn State looking good. Oh, they were big favorites here, but oh yeah, thirty-five to nothing. Um, Oregon State, I had their under. They're down twenty-one-seven, so looking good for today. But those are big favorites. So I was already counting the money in those. But after uh, Saturday, uh, and fucking Auburn lost at home to New Mexico State, and Fresno State lost to New Mexico. Fucking New Mexico, man. This is a, I didn't. I didn't see uh, those games coming. I didn't see fucking the state of New Mexico uh, fucking me over like that. But uh, that's that's the way she goes. Did you have something on Colorado too? I'm seeing now they're they're four and seven after all their hype at the start. Did you have under four and a half? Speaking of counting money, I was counting my losses on that one. <laughs> they were like four and one at one point, and they've lost every game since. And they're huge underdogs to Utah tomorrow, so that one should be good. Pending the. Uh, the inexplicable result of a Colorado upset, but they're lose. They lost their starting quarterback most likely. So yeah, I'm counting my money. Dangerous to do, but uh, yeah, that that was a hell of a thing. Oh, is that, uh, we got to go back to um, shout out to Zhang Li, my buddy um, in the Discord. He uh, him and I we we shared a nice uh, moment there in a in a San Francisco motel six <laughs> watching the uh, the Stanford Colorado game. Stanford were down like uh, I don't know thirty points at the half. And they were big underdogs to begin with. So I'm like, oh, there goes my under four and a half. <laughs> and then they came up and, and won that game in overtime. So uh, that, that was a hell of a result. And, yeah, I'm just riding out that win now because Colorado sucks since then. Yeah, I remember early, even before the season started, we were doing we were doing team previews and you were just complaining about how, how Colorado was having all this hype and you were, <laughs> yeah. you were counting as a loss. So I, I'm, I'm happy it's going to hopefully be an under there for you. Fuck yeah. 
Uh, yeah, but but today for me, uh, it's a similar thing. I was going to say the exact same thing. Been up and down. Uh, it's looking like I'm trending up right now. I mean, we just have the Vancouver game left. Uh, some Kucherov shot props. That, I mean, the Lightning barely have any shots on goal in that game at all. I think they had one in the first period, but they're still winning that one. Um, my Fly guys. Flyers just know how to let, let everyone down. They, they get the attention of the city. They lose to the Islanders. They allow two goals in the first two minutes in this game against the Rangers, and they're just it's just a better team the rest of the way, but it just doesn't matter. I'm starting to think the Flyers might kind of be like the Hurricanes with their like empty, empty calorie ex- expected goal shots because it's just they, they get pucks on net, but they're not high quality. They don't get enough people on net, so that could be something to watch moving they forward. Don't have goal scores, exactly. They have, they have no one elite that can put, put the puck in out there, and, and they don't even have like they don't have you don't even have an Aho or a Svechnikov, so, they, so they're a step behind Carolina. Uh, then yeah, the Rangers. I mean, they keep getting outshot, but they're lethal off the rush. They they take advantage of turnovers, so that they could be a team that maybe their five and five numbers uh, are a bit better than 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 it shows. But otherwise, I mean, my my Bruins Leafs parlay, both legs of those lost. Uh, Oilers finally showed up five nothing against the Capitals. So that was a good team total cash there. Uh, Habs shootout win, uh, got it out there. Preds eight three over the Blues. Uh, Blues were at home, but just not. Not enough there. Preds just completely showed they were the better team there. But Devils, Devils lost two one to Columbus once again. Three goals in the first period, and, and then nothing the rest of the way. What, what do you think about the the Devils right now? Oh yeah, they're they're, they're struggling. They're, they deeply miss uh, Heath. I don't know if Timo Meyer played today. Probably not. Uh, he's still game time decision. I think going forward. Uh, I don't know what his problem is, but yeah, Devils injuries are a concern. They, they, they're not getting the goals. <laughs> Jack Hughes does not look 100% still. Maybe came back a little too soon, much like Connor McDavid. Um, yeah, and, and if the Devils aren't scoring, it's a problem because they don't they do not do much defensively and their goaltending sucks. So yeah, they'll, they'll figure things out eventually and maybe squeak in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, very, very troubling uh, for, for my stuff concerning the Devils. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into them a little bit more later on um one one more thing on today's slate is is the uh the away teams are just absolutely demolishing the home teams you know i played the the under salami thinking that uh you know teams teams would be tired after the big you know turkey meals all the celebrations whatnot but uh apparently it's the home teams who went hard which makes sense because you know they're at home the other teams are on the road and all that they're 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 not going as hard as as the, the, the people around their families and whatnot so Put that in the pocket for next year. Um, away goals. It was like uh, plus one eighty ish today. I was thinking about it, did not do it. Um, and yeah, we're seeing the away teams just blow out the home teams, like like the the Kings and the uh, Predators, the Oilers, even. Um, yeah, so it was, it was something to file away for the future. Yeah, as you were talking about that, I looked back at last year's Black Friday. Uh, road teams were nine and four in thir- in thirteen games there. So. Yeah, so Fuck, I mean, missed that opportunity. Yeah, for today. So next year, hopefully the, the the books don't adjust too much, and we we remember there a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk more about the Devils, other teams coming up. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on YouTube. Or we're live there now. Get in the chat, get some comments there. Uh, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five star rating and review. Uh, we'll have something to read at the end of the show. I'm gonna read it in a while. So if if you're a new listener, if you're a loyal listener, ha- haven't left us a rating yet, please do. Also, turn on those auto downloads so you get uh, the episodes in your feed as soon as they are published. Of course, uh, follow us on Twitter as well at HockeySGPN, our social media producer, doing a great job there. 
and get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Always a great time in there, whether there's some friendly banter, some not-so-friendly banter. Always a, a entertaining time in the Discord. So get in the Discord, reach out to the Hockey Gamer Podcast Twitter account. You can reach out to me. You can just go to sg.pn slash Discord. Um, all right. Uh, let's get quick to we're brought to you by bet365 uh, bet365 is the world's f- favorite sports book trusted by over 88 million players worldwide prop sides totals live betting bet365 has you covered and if you like boost you're going to love bet365 like a 30 percent profit boost on your nfl same game parlay plus they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up three goals sign up today and choose from two bonus offers either a thousand dollar no sweat bet or bet five dollars get 150 dollars in bonus bets just head to sportsgovernpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgovernpodcast.com slash bet365, or use the sign-up link in our show bio. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Joel, we're ready to get into this uh, big eight-game slate for Saturday, November 25th. Yes, sir. All right, kicking things off here at 1 p.m. Uh, we got the Boston Bruins at the New York Rangers. Game itself is at MSG in New York. Uh, Bruins road favorites here, minus 120. Rangers are plus 100. The over-under is at 6. Over is paying off minus 1, plus 102. Under is at minus 122. Uh, kick us off here. What do you got for this? Uh, should, what should be a pretty good battle? Sure. The Bruins were one of the teams... Uh that I backed today and they're one of the home teams that got destroyed by the the lowly Red Wings though maybe they're not so lowly after I will need to revisit that uh, opinion but uh, yeah the Bruins of course they, they'll have all market net for this one with Swayman doing today and the Rangers likely with Jonathan Quick with uh, Shesterkin getting um, yeah you mentioned all the shots the, the Flyers put on the Rangers net minor there and Shesterkin kept the minute and yeah, I expect something similar here. The Bruins, you know, we, we talked about them bouncing back after a loss, so we got to go with the Bruins here. The line changed right before we started recording. It was at minus 110. Now it's minus 120. Uh, still like that, just not as much. Uh, my fare is more like minus 126, so still a, a slice of value there. And we're going to go with the under as well. I think that the, uh, the Rangers are not a great offensive team. They just rely on the power play and whatnot. Um. Uh, Canucks had a shorthanded breakaway there, uh, <laughs> saved unfortunately. Um, but yeah, the, the Bruins in the end of here are my plays for this one. I just think that'll be a one of those lower scoring matinee games. Um, yeah, that, that first game should have gone under too, or the, the one today against the Red Wings. But whatever, uh, we're gonna go back to the well. Bruins in the under. Yeah, uh, I'm right there with you on both of those plays. Think the think the Bruins here. You know, yeah, the line did change, but minus one twenty is still fine. I think they're still. The much better team. They should have the better goalie in that. I don't think Jonathan Quick can really keep this up all season long, but he's been he's been he's been impressive. So shout out to Jonathan Quick. But Allmark is definitely the, the better goalie. So yeah, I love the under six here at minus one twenty two. Yeah, I think Boston minus one twenty. You know, uh, one thing about, about today's game with the Flyers, the Flyers had six power plays against, against the Rangers. The Rangers were a bit undisciplined. I, I would see Bruins converting. They were one for three today on the power play. So. Be able to convert on a, on a few of those. Uh, yeah, rain or Bruins minus one twenty and the under six minus one twenty two. Canucks second uh, shorthanded breakaway there. They score on this one. I couldn't see who it is. I don't let's have go. my contacts in, so uh, let's fucking go. Uh, Teddy Bluger apparently is what, is what I'm yeah, seeing. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. 
All right, going down to the 4 p.m. time slot here. We have the Montreal Canadiens at the Los Angeles Kings. Game itself is in Los Angeles at the Crypto.com Arena. Kings, huge favorites, minus 270. Kings on the puck line are minus 110. Canadians are plus 220. Uh, Canadians on the puck line, also minus 110. Over 6.5 is over at minus 115. Under 6.5 is minus 105. This is I, I, the the Kings came, came up big here at home. They, they they got the job done or on the road against Anaheim. They came out early, won uh, that one five two uh, pretty easily. Meanwhile, you had the, the Habs there winning in San Jose in a shootout. Got got outshot. Not sure if they were outplayed in that one. Uh, didn't didn't watch it of course because that was the shittiest game of the slate here. But I don't know if I can I can trust the Kings. I mean, all their wins have been in regulation. They have been able to win the past three by by, by margin here. So maybe the puck line at minus one ten, or, or try to find some sort of Kings over two and a half parlayed with the Habs under two and a half uh, team totals because the Kings are not letting teams score against them. There have been five total goals in the past four games. It is going to be Phoenix Copley. This is a team where goaltending does matter, so it, it does you know. Give me some pause there. Uh, right now, I, I have no bets on this one, but I would lean to the Kings on the puck line. Right. It's a big number here for the Kings, but it's uh, explainable. You know, just a much better team. The Canadians, they kind of struggled against the Sharks today. Had to win in a in a comeback fashion, being down two goals to nothing and uh, winning in the shootout there, uh, one that went five or six rounds. Um, yeah, the Kings just took care of business against the Ducks. Didn't expend too much energy. Coming back home to L.A., not a far trip, of course, from uh, Orange County. They probably didn't have to leave their homes um, to go to this one. Uh, so, yeah, give me the Kings here on the puck line. I, I don't want to lay the juice for this one because the, the Canadians are, are spicy as these big dogs. But, uh, yeah, I think the Kings win by margin. And better bet for this one, though, I think is the over six and a half with Copley Net there, like you said, and the way the Canadians play, the way the Kings are playing nowadays with, with their um, elite uh, underlying numbers offensively. And yeah, they're 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 actual goals. They're one of the best offensive teams in the league now. So uh, yeah, I like the over six and a half minus one fifteen best bet for this one. All right, going down to seven o'clock time slot now. I got the Buffalo Sabers at the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, Devils are minus one eighty five. Sabers are plus one fifty four. Over unders at six and a half. Over at minus one thirty five. Under is at plus one fourteen. Uh, can the Devils bounce back here? Well, speaking of um, coming back from two goals down to win, the Sabres did the same thing, except they did it in regulation against the Penguins. That was an unfortunate result. For myself, um, Penguins, I, you know, I mentioned the power play being good. It's not good. It's not good. It, it's, 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 it looks good. It looks good. And they have the talent to put it together. They, they, if you look at the guys on the ice, they, they should be scoring these power play goals. But I think they're like bottom – bottom seven or eight last I checked in terms of the power play. And it was not good again today against the, the Sabres. Um, anyway, for this one though, the Sabres, they, you know, they're, they're winning these grinding games. Like they did the same thing as the Blackhawks and they do the same thing as the Penguins. So I don't know how they're getting it done. Uh, they're just finding a way without Tage Thompson, I guess. Um, although they, they didn't do it against the fucking Capitals when they were up a goal. And then they love in that. The goalie pulled from the caps and then losing overtime. Whatever. The Sabres are kind of fucking me over lately. Uh, and same with the Devils, too. Like, this is a team that I've backed consistently the past couple of years, and it's not been going well lately. Uh, but that said, I think this is where you get their their best effort here. Um, you know, if, if this team is too talented just to be this bad 
forever. I mean, even without Meyer or um, we should really find out if Meyer played today. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to check that right now. Yeah. So uh, I don't think they have he should back yet, though. Either. He's still he's still uh, uh, Meyer did not play either. No. Yeah. OK. All right. Well, that's that's a big deal for this one, getting those two guys back. But if they didn't play today, they probably won't play uh, in this one. We'll see. Maybe they're desperate enough to put them in anyway. I don't know. Um, but yeah, give me the over six and a half, minus 135. The Devils, they can't play defense, but they can score. Oh, shit, the Kraken scored. No. Um, but uh, yeah, give me the over in this one. Don't like either goalie. Don't like the defense. And lean to the the Devils to win by margin here, minus one and a half at plus 130, but not confident at all in the Devils right now. Yeah, I, I don't see how you could be confident in the Devils right now. Lost three in a row, six of their past seven. Like you said, Hughes definitely is not himself right now. And maybe we're we're you know underrating Nico Heischer. He he did come second place in the Selkie last year behind Bergeron. So like he definitely could have won it if Bergeron had retired the year before. Yeah, the Devils just can't score right now. They had one goal in the past two games, only scored three against the Rangers. So yeah, I think this is a spot where if you can get the Sabres here plus 150 or better, I think you have to take it at least for, for a half unit or so. Uh, the line is already starting to move a little bit down to plus 135. So at, th- at that point, I'd probably stay away from the side. But I do agree on the over six and a half, minus 135. Both these goalies are not good. Levi, Vanacek, both safe percentage in the 880s. Goals against around four. So maybe even go for a team total at plus odd rather than just playing the over six at that minus 135. But over six is the best play. Also do like the uh, first period over. As well as the goal in first ten, if that's something that, that you're into. Not not myself personally, but I, I am taking the first period over and the over in the game. Um, all right, going down to seven o'clock here. We have the Toronto Maple Leafs at the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Schittsburg. Uh Penguins are minus one oh five. Maple Leafs are minus one fifteen. Over under is at six and a half, over paying off minus one oh five, with the under at minus one fifteen. Uh yeah, we have the Leafs here coming off a Overtime loss in Chicago. I think Jason Dickinson had, had a hat trick, and then the, the, that, that rookie defenseman uh, scored an overtime, I believe. So Leafs not not playing too well right now, even though they had the Ryan Reeves goal bump there. Uh, going into Pittsburgh, though, Pittsburgh just had that, as we talked about it, Joel. Joel mentioned the two-goal lead they blew to lose. Um, I think we were mostly all on Pittsburgh if it wasn't a consensus play last night. Uh, so now Pittsburgh has lost four of their past five games. They've only scored seven goals in those four games so that's not very good there uh nine goals in their past five games so pittsburgh's not scoring toronto is going to have wall in who might be a better goalie than samson off at this point who, who really knows it will be jari for for pittsburgh here so i do lean to the under six and a half at uh minus 115 just with pittsburgh scoring issues could see entire toronto team as well going from chicago to pittsburgh uh, for a side, I, I lean to the Leafs, but it, it's not a strong play. I would, I would definitely play the over before or the under before I played the Leafs. Can't help but update the live listeners here. Kraken goal ruled off oh. offside. God bless. Oh, review. oh. roller coaster there. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're good. Still one nothing. Um, still a Kraken power play, though. Anyway, for this one, it is the Kyle Dubas revenge game. <laughs> right? oh. it's a big deal in toronto everyone hates dubas now uh, except for the most loyal of the dubas army um <laughs> yeah so i don't know how much that matters to the players but uh, it matters to the fans for sure and i think it matters to the to the, the penguins a little bit more so 
I don't know if you want to go like full narrative there, uh, you'd go with. I, the, I would uh, argue it, it matters to some of the, the Leafs players, and they hold a grudge about not getting the contracts they wanted. <laughs> what players are those? They all got what they wanted. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Nylander, maybe. Yeah, yeah that, that's true. But I, I can't imagine Pittsburgh as much as much to play for. Unless who knows? Who knows? Well, uh, Dubas is down there in the locker room, giving the old. Uh... Uh, who's the, the the Greer, the Mike Greer uh, GM talk in the locker room? He's firing yeah, him up. <laughs> that's true. Uh, imagine a, du- a, a Dubas pump up speech. I would love to see that. Oh, yeah, that's what makes it funny. Um, yeah, the, the side here, I'm not interested too much. I think the Leafs are the much better team. Um, I lean that way. It's just uh, the line. The line is like minus one twenty eight for me. But uh, the better bet here, I I can't trust the Leafs right now. Just just the way that they're they're playing like um like the last two wins were kind of forced in the fact that they just were carried by william nylander in sweden coming from behind that's not sustainable like today they're they're winning comfortably and then they let the blackhawks be back in the game terrible blackhawks team who by all accounts played terribly but they the leafs still managed to lose um so i'm not i'm skipping the side altogether we're just going to go with another over or six and a half here minus one to five penguins power play has got to get going Leafs penalty kill is not what it once was uh, but their power play is still pretty good. The Penguins are not good defensively, so uh, I think we can see goals in this one. I do not like um, – Jari played today, right, against the Sabres? I'm pretty and, sure. The Delkovich started today. Ah, uh, okay. That makes me like a little less, but still, over 6.5 would be uh, the better look in this one. All right, there. Going down to the 7.30 time side. We got the Philadelphia Flyers at the New York Islanders. Game itself is at UBS Arena on Long Island. Uh, Islanders are minus 155. Flyers plus 130. Over under is at six, overpaying off minus 110, and the under at minus 110. I'll take this one here. I'm going to be in the building for this one, enemy tenant territory here. And I love the Flyers, plus 130. I mentioned it on our show two game, two two shows ago, I believe. Uh, the Flyers are going to have a rest and travel advantage. Flyers started today at one uh, at in Philadelphia, then just trained up after the game, I imagine. And the Islanders were up in Ottawa. That game started at 730, so they have to travel back down from Ottawa. I imagine a, a few to handful hour our flight ride there they're gonna flyers gonna be uh, cozy in their beds by the time the islanders land from ottawa here so i like the flyers at, at plus 130 i think they were the better team in the game on wednesday night they, they just got goalied um i believe it was sorokin today for the islanders i'm not entirely it was, sure. it was. So, so okay so they're going sorokin against the flyers again so maybe i like that a little bit less but still i think the flyers are gonna be able to get it done they, they, they got a few frustrating losses here where they just completely outplayed the other team and got goal lead. So I think they could push through even with uh, Sam Erson. He's, he's better than his numbers show. He was, he was, he had, so, he was solid during some stretches last year. So give me the flyers here as road dog plus plus one thirty. Uh no real feel on the total, but probably got to lean to the under in a, in an Islanders game. Right. The, the under is, is, um, Probably the play in terms of the total. Uh, one more thing, the Islanders. I didn't see who were injured. I just heard the commentators say that the Islanders were playing with four defensemen. So I, if, if that was Pelik and, and Pulik, <laughs> that's not a good thing for the Islanders. I I, I didn't see who it was. I, I didn't uh, get time to to look it up. Maybe you can do that. But yeah, so the Islanders uh, definitely um, a little bit uh, depleted in terms of personnel. That's not a good thing. Flyers will be hungry for this one after uh, yeah getting. You know, a poor result there against the Rangers after they outplayed them. So I agree with you in terms of the Flyers. 
Yeah, being the side here against against the Islanders, who are, you know, it's a border game. Maybe it doesn't mean as much as it used to, but uh, it's, it's still not meaningless. So, yeah, give me the Flyers plus 130. Also, you're going to New York City tomorrow? I'm going to Long Island, yeah, taking the, taking the train up. Whoa. Any particular reason or just this game? <laughs> just just this game. I got, I got some uh, got some family on the other side that are Islanders fans, so we're, so we're going uh, to this game. Okay, well, yeah. good luck to uh, your side of it. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, all right, going down to ten o'clock now. We have the uh, for the for the millionth time this season, we got the Vancouver Canucks at the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in the Shark Tank, uh, San Jose. Canucks are minus two fifty. Canucks with the puck line are minus one hundred five. Sharks are plus two hundred five. Um, over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus one twenty five. Under at plus one hundred five. Uh, what are your your Canucks going to do here in San Jose? Oh, it should be just another Canucks win. Um, Canucks have been dominating Sharks, and you know not just this season, but uh, last season as well. Uh, it's just a, it's a bad matchup for the Sharks, and the Canucks tend to dummy these bad teams. You know, maybe maybe they're not competitive against the better ones, but they can beat the the shit ones. So, yeah, I think the only way you play it is is the uh, the minus one and a half, minus one and five. Uh, is just just factor in that the Canucks, you know, just just doing it again. <laughs> uh, you know, just repeat history. Uh, repeat the pattern of a uh, Canucks dominant victory over the Sharks, who are yeah, you know they they weren't great they, against the Canadians, but uh, they, they forced overtime whatnot. It could be a little bit uh, slower, but then again, the Canucks are playing late at night. Uh, the Sharks have uh, the rest advantage there, playing at home, um, so that's not good for the the Canucks side there. But I, I can only look at the the better team in this one with um you know the sharks used to have a good power penalty kill even when they were bad last year they they somehow had one of the best penalty kills in the league that's not the case this year it's a uh, bottom ten at least last time I checked and yeah uh, the Canucks should roll in this one especially if they lose this one they'll come out firing uh, but even if they don't I, th- I think that they can get the dub here uh, lean to the under six and a half at plus one hundred five in a sharks game um. They're just counting on the Canucks to score all the goals because the, the Sharks sure as shit aren't scoring. Um, yeah, so give me the uh, give me the under and give me the uh, give me the Canucks in regulation or the, the minus one and a half, just like another four one win, something like that. Yeah, you I mean the Canucks have dominated over the past few seasons here. Over the past four matchups dating back to last season, Canucks have outscored them uh, twenty six to six in four games there three one ten one seven two and six two so canucks by margin here for minus 105 i think that should be higher definitely so take that on the puck line um maybe a, a first period over but they, they did struggle last in the last meeting uh on monday to get get going there so the puck line would be the play and yeah the, the under six and a half is kind of interesting there both teams on a back-to-back could be some slower hockey uh so under six and a half at plus odds Maybe I'll take a look at that. But uh, you mentioned the power play. Yeah, Vancouver's got a good power play. San Jose, a, a bad penalty kill. Maybe some uh, Vancouver power play point props if, if you're into that. We got a, we got a YouTube comment telling the, when, they like when we throw up props for the D-Gen. So th- th- this, is an, this is an opportunity. I think that's a, a good look for one. Mm, um, I didn't see that comment. But this this game actually, <laughs> you know, the, this is the genesis of the border game back when the, um, the Canucks played the Sharks. First game after the uh, Christmas break, the, the, the Sharks were like stuck at the border or whatever, and then they just played a, a pitiful game that I was in attendance for. And yeah, the, the, the Canucks rolled in that one. I had fun. That was when I had fun yelling at um fucking Eric Carlson before his old granny lady started yelling at me for saying, oh, you can't hear you. Fuck. <laughs> if we all started yelling, he would. So join in. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, that, that comment was came after last night's video from our good friend uh, Max Jenkum about it. He said, love the casual mention of prop bet, guys. Please do more of that for us degenerates. So we'll, we'll throw it out there when we think it's good. But, I mean, uh, we, we're not, we don't go too heavy into props. Um, all right, going down to 10 o'clock again here. Got the Coyotes at the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in the desert in Vegas. Uh, Golden Knights are minus 230. Golden, Golden Knights on the puck line are plus 100. Uh, Coyotes' money line is plus 190. Over-under is at 6. Overpaying off minus 120. Under is at plus 100 here. Uh, I have the Knights parlayed with the Canucks here. Both uh, pretty big favorites. Uh, I think both should easily get the job done. Uh, and I don't trust uh, the juice on, on Vegas or necessarily Vancouver here. Minus two, minus two thirty. Um, Arizona's been, played some close games recently. You know, five six against against St. Louis. Uh, they beat, beat Columbus, beat Nashville. Vegas hasn't necessarily been pulling away from teams. Uh, overtime win against Dallas, six five against Montreal. They, they beat the Sharks five nothing, but they've been kind of struggling recently. So. Uh, I trust them here on the money line. Going to parlay in with the Canucks to, you know, get that juice down, get that to around even money. Hopefully, get, get plus odds if, if the odds move in your favor. Um, and then for a total, probably just go with go with an under. Uh, Vegas just plays a bunch of under games when they're able to control the pace, especially at home. So maybe just a Vegas under or a Coyotes team total under. You could see uh, Aiden Hill come come up big here. He he is a guy. He is a guy. Contrary to what uh, our friend. Talon, who is uh well, I guess he was enjoying the the, the Raptors game. I'm sure it's over by now. <laughs> but <laughs> was he enjoying it or was he just attending it? That's what I was gonna say. Enjoying in quotes. Um yeah, so this one, uh, I don't have a fucking clue. I I guess I Coyotes have been struggling lately. They they've had some losses, but they've been competitive in these games. Um, so plus one ninety, I think that that's the only way you look at uh, the Knights. They they're always playing these close games. Even when they're winning, they're just winning them three to four to two one. Um, not 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 exactly uh, dominating these these bad teams. So if if that's the case, then uh, yeah, give me the Coyotes plus one ninety, maybe a little bit plus one and a half, minus one twenty. The reverse puck line, according to our friend, yeah. <laughs> his terminology. Uh, yeah, and that that correlates with the with the. Uh, or would call or correlate with the under if, if the Coyotes did not play such a hectic style. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I have no feel for the total, but the lean to the uh, the road team here. But I have not bet this one at all. I do like the under more now that I remember, realize that uh, Connor Ingram is confirmed to start. He's been much better than uh, our good friend Matt Vajmuk this season. He at least has a positive goal save above expected. So on under six at, at even money, I think, would, would, would be a solid look for this one. All right, going down to the final game on the docket here. We have the Calgary Flames at the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, game is at 10 o'clock in Colorado. Avalanche are minus 170. Flames are plus 142. Over under at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 120. Under at plus 100. Close us out here with your abs. Yeah, both teams are currently playing. Uh, Flames coming back from behind against the Stars. Uh, it's been a wild one. 5-4 with 14 minutes left in third. And the Avalanche, meanwhile, is a back and forth game as well. Uh, two two right now at the end of two periods. So it's um, yeah, it's it's tough to call with both teams playing. Uh, Georgiev though playing in net for the Avs now, and I think that it's Markstrom in net for the Flames. So let me see here. Yes, it is. So Vladar versus uh, um, Prozvetov. <laughs> um, 
yeah, it's, it's back to back. I think you got to lean to the over here with with the Avs propensity to score goals, and the, the Flames are being a bit leakier lately. Um, yeah, six and a half minus one twenty. I think that that's that's a good look for the side. Uh, you'd like to take the the Avalanche, you know, as the home team at the Flames playing the back to back. You got to go up to altitude, but the Avs, of course, are like I said, playing right now in Minnesota, so they got to go back to Denver there. So I mean. You'd think the Avs still win. They, they do still have the advantage given the, the familiarity with the altitude and whatnot. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Flames are, you know, if they win against Dallas here then they go on <laughs> into Denver, it's it's, it's a tough, tough task, especially if the Avs lose to the Wild tonight. They'll, they'll be fired up uh, coming off of that one. So, yeah, this, this, this handicap really relies on what happens in the final periods here. But uh, right now, just give me the over six and a half minus one twenty. Just um, two indecent goalies and teams that are uh, kind of leaky defensively, but with capability to score, especially on the F side. Yeah, that's why you gotta get in the Discord tomorrow night. To see, see what we take on this game for a side. But yeah, for a total, I, I love the over six and a half here. I'm surprised it's only up minus one twenty. We see minus one twenty five, minus one thirty five on this odds board already. Both of these team ha- teams have gone over in eleven of seventeen games this season. Uh, back, both backup goalies have save percentages under nine hundred. Uh, both, both both teams have some talent too. They're both able to put the puck in the back of the net. So yeah, the, the over six and a half minus one twenty definitely has to be the best play here for this one. And yeah, I would lean to the Avs here at home. I think they're a better team. I think Colorado does truly have one of the best home ice advantages with that altitude factor, but minus 170 right now, not knowing what happens tonight is, is a bit too steep. So yeah, just, just, just the over for me, for me for now as well. Um, all right. Consensus plays here. We have uh, the Bruins minus 120 and the under six in that game at minus 122. Uh, we have the Kings puck line minus 110. Um, you take the you're in the Flyers here. Flyers plus one thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flyers plus one thirty. Uh, Canucks puck line minus one hundred five, and then the Flames Avs over six and a half at minus one twenty. And of course, we got our got our best bets here. I have our uh, updated records after last show. We we, we both won. Uh, uh, you're on a three game winning streak here. Three show winning streak. What did I have last time? I was trying to remember. <laughs> you, had, you had the Predators in regulation for for, for, oh, for, yes. for, la- for la- last oh, that was a uh, while last ago. Saturday. I think that was against uh Nashville, I want to say. Looking up now against Predators against Nashville. Against, that makes no, sense. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Predators, <laughs> Predators against against Chicago. They won that one four two. Uh, I had the Senators minus one oh five in that early Sweden game. They won in a shootout two one. So we're both up to five and five now. You are minus 0.79 units. Uh I am plus 0.63 units. So let's see if we can get uh, over 500 here. What, what, what do you got for your best bet on Saturday? Hmm. Let's go with the uh, let's go with the Bruins money line minus one twenty. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Maple Leafs Penguins over six and a half minus one hundred five. Maple Leafs Penguins over six and a half. Uh, minus one hundred five. You said that's what uh, our book we're looking at. Says, book yes. Okay, minus one hundred five. You're not not thinking. Oh yeah, Boston's not gonna be tough on a back to back on the road. Um, I want to I want to take my Flyers, but the the Flames Avs over is also calling my name. I'm going with the Flyers though. Flyers plus one thirty, just the the travel advantage. This this line has come down since since it since it opened. So Flyers plus one thirty on the road with the uh, with the advantage there against the Islanders. 
All right, we'll have our uh, 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 futures update uh, after this, but we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. No matter the sport, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players but hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Uh, stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hrfbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Not sure what happened down there in uh, Carolina, but I'm seeing the the Lightning are up 8-2 now. Uh, I guess a big, big third period for, for Tampa Bay there against... Uh, against the Kings. Another fucking road team just continuing to dominate. Uh, it's going to fuck up my turkey under. The, the, yeah, the, 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 the turkey uh, under 96 and a half. Um, so that's not good. But uh, as long as these uh, flames stop scoring, it's 6-4 there too. I don't know. It's, <laughs> these, the, it's crazy games, man. The Lightning have eight goals on 15 shots. Uh, um, Did they pull Ranta yet? Or they Ranta just, uh, got pulled... No, uh, no, he's no. still in there. <laughs> he 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 has not made a save on on any power play shots. But they're four for four uh, in the power play, and they, oh and they scored on. I guess they're do they they don't play tomorrow though. Maybe they just just don't want to get get, get uh, Fuck Kucci, this guy Kucci in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Kucherov got up to Kucherov two goals, four assists, three shots though. Fuck oh, that guys. sucks. <laughs> what a stat! <laughs> yeah. what a oh. Kucherov, right. speaking of the Kucherov for Hart, uh, what, what do you want to start with for uh, futures yeah, updates? Here? We, we can start with the Hart. Oh, my word. The book I'm looking at, I was going to recommend a Pasternak bet, like you, you said last week. He's oh, at he's a 401. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I did not look today. Uh, okay. Well, that kind of changes things because that matches up with um, what I was going to say. Because, uh, yeah, they, they did a quick update here. Last time I checked, it was still McDavid. Matthews, then Hughes, and then Pasternak. Now it's Pasternak, Hughes, McDavid, Matthews, which is what it's supposed to be. So scratch that. You're too late to the party, the pasta party. I took a big bite. I took a big bite of pasta at nine to one after, uh, you know, he just, I don't remember which game it was, but he had a goal and assist, I'm pretty sure. And with the Bruins in line to maybe win the President's Trophy, they, they certainly have the shortest odds to do so. Uh, the voters would like to reward those players on that team so that was my logic there but at four to one i can no longer recommend that bet uh kutrov maybe 91 i mean for me he's been the best player like he's been carrying the lightning team in the absence of vasilevsky and just what they're doing on the power play is is unreal uh yeah that that's the only reason why they're above 500 to be honest speaking of the lightning though just to just to jump in there with with vasilevsky back now they're only minus 156 to make the playoffs i feel like that has that's has to be some great value there no yeah 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 that's a bet that's a bet that's a bet um i might actually bet that myself if i can find uh that kind of number as long as i 
as long as it doesn't move before all my fucking money gets in the accounts on Sunday, Monday. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that that's a good bet. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, so yeah, the heart, unfortunately, for you guys, Passionac get four to one is no good, but seven to one or better. I think that that's okay. Uh yeah, no, no more feelings otherwise, really, except for the the Norris. I mean well, on, the, on the heart, though. I mean, you, you mentioned that for your money, Kucherov's been the best player, and he's still 12 to 1, 15 to 1 at some books. So he, that might be worth a look, and he could be down to you know, plus 700, plus 500 in a few weeks. Yeah, I guess. I just, I mean, I can't do it myself. I got too many, uh, um, too much bread in the oven. Too much, too many, too many, <laughs> many loaves in the oven. Too many bullets spent. Um, but yeah, if, if Kucherov is definitely a better bet right now than uh, a lot of the others up front. So yes, good point there. Um, but moving on. I've just been betting Hughes and McCarr. Like that's that's why I'm broke, just because yes. the odds are short. <laughs> but it is it's 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 pretty much an odd win at this point. I don't know who's catching them. Um, Peskinen is not doing shit. Uh, he's the third favorite. Darlene Sabers aren't going to make the playoffs, and he's not going to have the stat profile of Eric Carlson. That's for sure. So who's catching Quinn Hughes and Cam Lacar? And also, I think Cam Lacar is the better bet right now because Cam Lacar, he was rehabbing all summer so he couldn't get any uh training time in and that explains his, his slow start but he's really kicking off now i don't know if his uh, he, i don't think he had any stats today so far in the in the, the wild game but uh before that he, he's like two three points every freaking game and he's 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 uh turning the puck over and uh scoring on breakaways like he did against the the jt miller there and then the canucks game and yeah i think that he might overtake Quinn Hughes pretty shortly but you know what Quinn is what Quinn Hughes is doing also deserves respect. So these are the only guys who can win the award. So if you just you know if you Dutch it, you just you, you spend um, uh, the prospective amount to win this same amount. If you know yeah. what I mean, yeah. So yeah, just I, do have, that. I have that up here because you, you can get Quinn Hughes at plus one sixty. If you put a hundred on that, and you get a Makar at plus two twenty five, put eighty on that. You uh, you you profit eighty bucks as long as one of those guys wins. The award, and as you said, that Quinn Hughes has a ten-point lead on on Hedman in third, and you have Bouchard, Fronick, Morrissey, Shea Theodore. Like it's going to be one of those two, unless somehow they they both get injured. Right. So that's a minus one twenty bet if I did the the math correctly. Um, yes, and it's it, the odds of either one of them winning is a lot higher than minus one twenty, uh, the true odds, so to speak. So yes, absolutely love doing that. Can't wait to add more. Hopefully the odds don't move too much. Hopefully. Well, I don't want to say hopefully Quinn Hughes doesn't get a point because I already have so much on him. But uh, for the rest of you, uh, hopefully the odds don't move uh, too much and, and you can uh, make this bet. I think it's it's very valuable because there's it's very unlikely anyone else is catching them. I'll just say that. It's not impossible. Never say impossible, but very unlikely. Um, yeah, Go, nothing, uh, nothing. Going Go back to, to the heart, uh, what are your thoughts on, on Hughes now? that The Devils have been bad. You know, he hasn't looked great maybe that's going to bring his numbers down i'm looking bro, at, at bro, bro bro they're listening to our pod kutrov just went down to eight to one. <laughs> oh, no. um because i have probably had to do with his uh four assist performance yeah it's, it's his six point he, he he leads the league in points now we got six tonight because the certain book has jack hughes to win the heart and quinn hughes to win the norris at plus 1500 so you can get you can essentially get hughes at 15 to one if you think Quinn and like if you bet Makar as well, like there's some hedging there, but 
Like, do you think Hughes has a chance now, or is it just all he got bet up early after his hot start and he's going to stay that high because they can't take more money? Or do you think like he might have a resurgence here? No, he still definitely has a chance. Um, Kucherov might have taken the lead in terms of the points altogether, but yeah, it's uh, right now McCarr is tied with Hughes at 25 to 1 of the book I'm looking at for Hart, which is uh, telling that McCarr is on the rise. People, he was 50 to 1 a week ago. Now everyone's realizing yeah. that McCarr is, is back to himself. And yeah, I wish I'd added some more McCarr for Hart because now he's uh, he's right in the mix too. But yeah, Kucherov is an unstoppable force right now. So that's that's going to be a, a little challenging going forward. Hopefully he slows down a little bit. Um, the, like, the, the lightning power play can't keep doing this forever. Somebody's got somebody's to figure it out. Figure it out. Come on. That's what assistant coaches are for. Penalty kill, boys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what, what I still, I mean, I mean, Calder's pretty much wrapped up until I'm done with the call. Unless, unless Bedard, Bedard gets hurt, <laughs> which you know, he could. And, and people made a lot about, made a lot about his, his size. If he can, if he can, if he can stand the, the physicality of a full season. And, you know, with, with Hall out, with something, whatever's going on with Corey Perry, you never know what's going to go on in Chicago. Um, Vesna is pretty much. It's now Demko and Ottinger, the favorites, as you've said, it should have been for a month now, I want to say. Uh, Jack Adams. One more word on the Vesna, though. Swayman has been putting up such good numbers that I'm rethinking my position that the the Bruins goalie might not get in. I mean, I'm not saying that he will, but I'm less confident now. Let's let's just say that much, and the odds reflect that. He's he's down at 8-1 to one at this book. But yeah, I still think that it's it's Ottinger and Demko, rightful favorites, and Aiden Hill also moving down the uh, the odds board there. So that's good news for us. <laughs> Your guy Cam Talbot, what the? I was about to say, dude, what do you what do you think about one. my boy boy Cam Talbot? Down to twenty and one now. He, he's, got, he's got nine wins, almost he's ten wins, just behind Gorgiev. Nine thirty one save percentage. Like obviously, he we're not expecting him to keep this up the, the entire season, but. If he wins the bulk of the game for the Kings, 920, 925 save percentage, like I could see it unless unless Ottinger, what's Ottinger's save percentage right now? 920, uh Demko 923 in Vancouver Sugar Grass. I still like Talbot. I mean, 20 to 1 maybe should be where he's at right now, but I think that that should go down and be closer to where Hill is. I admit you made a good bet there, 100 to 1 with Cam Talbot. Obviously, if you if you get from 100 to 1 to 21, it's automatically a good bet, but yeah, I don't recommend it at 21. Certainly not. If I didn't recommend him at 100 to 1, I'm not recommending him at that 20 to 1, even though I think that he has a slight chance to win now. I said 0% chance before, but maybe he has a slight chance. You make a good case for Cam Talbot. Um, otherwise, Jack Adams, same thing. Uh, Todd McClellan is interesting. Just, I mean, the Kings made the playoffs last year and whatnot. It's, it's going to be hard for them to win. He, he'll need to probably win the division in order to win the award. So that's not good enough for me at the 11 to 1 there. Laviolette, new coach, taking a team to a new high. They're uh, in line to win the division. He is more of a case than McClellan right now. Um, Derek Lalonde, you know, if, if the Red Wings are for real, if they keep up this insane shooting percentage and get the, the goaltending from uh, the likes of Philly Huso and Alex Lyon, mm, yeah, that that's that still has a shot. Um, a bit lower now, and, and Andre Tourigny after the, what four four losses in a row for the Coyotes, I think. Yeah. Um, Yotes aren't for real; they're not. Sadly, no. and Tortorella, two losses in a row for the Flyers, right? So yeah, twenty to one now. Yeah, Flyers have a tough stretch coming up too. They they got Islanders, Canes, Devils, two against the Penguins, 
Coyotes, Colorado, Nashville, like they, they could, they could go on downward spiral pretty quickly. Right. So I, it, things are really uh, tightening up there in, in the Jack Adams. I think it's, yeah, Tockett, Laviolette, um, Lalonde. Those are looking like the best front runners right now. Just, just never bet Bruce Cassidy, please. Never bet uh, Dred Bednar, please. Um, Jim Montgomery, nope. A, a, long, a, a long shot here that I don't think has a chance, but if if this team somehow makes the playoffs, the Chief, Craig Berube at, at 40 to 1. Do you think he could win it if they make the playoffs? <laughs> or they if they're like, okay, all right. <laughs> I know the uh, Blues are making the playoffs anyway, but I'm just saying in this, in this uh, dream world. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's a good bet. Um, the, the better one... It, Spencer Carberry is also 41 in some places. I think the Cavaliers have a better chance to make the playoffs than the Blues. So if you want to go that route with one of these fraudulent teams, I think Carberry is a better bet, given the fact that he's a new coach taking over a team that missed the playoffs last year uh, decisively. Um, Carberry, I think, is better than Berube, but I have not bet either of them. But, yeah, Jack Adams is always interesting to talk about, but... Yeah, just uh, not looking great in terms of my peripheral positions. So it's like Rick Tockett has got to come through, come through for me. And yeah, my win against the Kraken today would be uh, great for that. Uh, yeah, that's enough for rewards, I think. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned you made some like some division to win win, win the cup bets. You mentioned that last show. Uh, I think you said Atlantic and Central, which which makes sense. Those are the divisions that have the the elite teams. I did. Yes. Um, Right now, I, I made the bet. Well, the book I'm looking at here is a little bit different odds, but I think it's still good. So, my thinking is that the best division with the or the the, the, the teams with the best chance to win the cup are in the central division compared to the Pacific, and the same goes for the Atlantic against the Metro. But the odds are switched. I mean, the Central Pacific kind of flip-flop depends on what books you're looking at, but Metropolitan is favored everywhere that I've seen, and I don't think that's right. Uh, I like the Atlantic division to win the cup at plus 260. You get the, of course, you get the Bruins. You get the Panthers, who I'm high on now. You get the the Leafs, even though they know shit in the playoffs. There's, there's still a lot of talent there. If they figure it out, they, they're, they're still in it. And you get the Lightning, who won the, you know, they've been in the Stanley Cup final three of the last four years. And now they get Vasilevsky back. Uh, still a chance there, and I expect them to do more work at the at the deadline to fix their defense, hopefully, because it's it's definitely a glaring weakness of theirs. So you get those four teams going against uh, the Rangers, who I don't think are that real. I mean, they can win, but I don't think that they are this dominant force that their record shows. And the Devils are <laughs> looking like a wildcard team right now, and the, the Hurricanes, who consistently fail in the playoffs. So... Uh, and I don't like anyone else from the Metro to win the cup at all. So we get those four against those three. I like that. And then in the central, you get the Avs, proven cup winners. You get the stars who look uh, very good. And, you know, they're, they're a very low balanced roster with one of the best goalies in the league. And you get the Jets who are just on fire right now. And they are uh, backed or coached by a, an elite coach in terms of uh, his playoff uh, skills. Didn't go well last year, but I think that that was part of the partly due to the the team culture of the Jets. I think that they've fixed that with uh, signing Shifley. That's a good sign that that stuff is fixed, and maybe something was going right with uh, Blake Wheeler. Pierre Luc Dubois, I think, is, is a bit of a cancer. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Looking 
from the outside in. And I think the Jets are a very, very good team. So honestly, if, if the Jets win the cup, that'd be my best result right now with my Canadian team. Now the central team win the cup and all the Jets futures, that'd be excellent. And yeah, and then you're going against the the Knights, the Kings, and who? The Canucks aren't winning the cup. I mean, the, the Oilers, if they get a wild card spot, they'll likely be going against the Knights. So one of those teams will be ruled out um, right away. I mean, uh, unless the Oilers could, they can get a seven spot. Let's be real, because the the uh, the there's there's not a lot of good teams right now in the West. There's there's a few very good teams at the top, and then a lot of shit in the middle. So who knows what's what's going on? Those wild card spots are up for grabs. Even even from the Oilers, who had such a terrible start, they can still pull this off and make the playoffs and make uh, life very difficult on the uh, one or two seed in the West. And I think that the the likelier team to get the the one seed is going to be in the Pacific. So that would make the Oilers need to get the seven seed to match up against the two seed. It, w- it would be the winner in the Central. So the, this is what I was thinking. So I made those bets: Central and Atlantic to win the Cup. It worked out to plus one forty four if you touch it. At least the, the odds I got there. They're pretty close everywhere you look, though. So it, it shouldn't be too hard to find that. And yeah, I just I think that they have a greater than fifty percent chance to win the Cup. Those teams. Then the and then the, yeah the, the metro and the Pacific should be the the dogs in that matchup and yeah the, the good thing about this bet too is that you get to um, root it on till basically the very end because you're almost guaranteed to have at least one team in the conference finals very likely two so if you're just looking for entertainment value you get to cheer for uh, a bunch of good teams to win the cup at a, a decent numbers. Yeah, I mean, all, all that makes makes complete sense. I think the Atlantic at, at plus two seventy is is the is the best look. I mean, they have Boston, Florida, Tampa, Toronto, four four great teams, four teams that you know should make the playoffs. Metropolitan, you you went through them. I don't think any of them really looks like Stanley Cup contenders right now. Maybe the Rangers can keep it up. I mean, they they have the goalie, they, they have the power play, they can get hot. They've gone, they've made some some inroads in the playoffs before. We have the Central has, has the Avs, uh, the Stars, the Jets can can. Get hot with with Hellebuck there. Pacific's really just the Knights and Kings, but I don't know if the Kings can actually go back to back. So yeah, plus two seventy, plus plus one forty five on, on both of them. I think that's that's a good look. And yeah, as you said, that that's a fun bet. You can you can just put down now and, and root for the whole season. So that's definitely something to look for there. Um, I was looking at some odds for teams to make or miss the playoffs. Um, unfortunately, I missed the boat on the Sabers. They're now minus three hundred to miss. But the Flames, the Flames odds are coming down. They're minus 150 to miss. Do you think still think that's a good bet? That's what I bet myself. And they're going to win against the Stars, so maybe wait on that a little bit. Uh, and then, Are they? Yeah, 7-4. to four. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. So maybe tomorrow before they play the Avs, that's when you get in. Maybe you get a better number than minus 150. Yeah, the, the, there were a few there I, I was looking at. Um Capitals, I think, I think aren't going to make the playoffs. I think they're minus around two hundred to 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 miss. Penguins are finally down to around a pick on, so my bet with Talon doesn't look doesn't look too horrible. <laughs> um, the Sens, who, who Talon was just eviscerating last night, are minus one fifty to miss it as well. And yeah, I mean they're missing Shabbat, but they're last in the Atlantic. They're they're eight and eight. They, they, they've only played sixteen games. Some teams have played twenty twenty one, but I don't know if they can climb out of that hole. Yeah, Sens aren't making it. Unfortunately, that's that's a decent bet. I might have to get out of my Sens futures myself. Sadly, you know, I have to do the same thing with the Sabers, and I got to do the same thing with the Sens. It's just a bunch of fucking 
hedging myself out with these these big minus numbers. It's, it's an unfortunate look in my offseason futures so far, but we're making up ground by being on the ball, thinking on the fly, changing shit up. That's what you got to do as a better. You can't just be a stubborn fool and ride out your priors to the end. Yeah, and as we mentioned earlier in the show, lightning to make the playoffs around minus 150 seems like a, a great bet now that Vasilevsky's back and you know, Kucherov is a Hart Trophy candidate. Yeah, no doubt. Although, yeah, I've, I've got to weigh the... I got to weigh what happens. You know, if Lightning make, don't make the playoffs, then Kucherov won't win. But I do want the Lightning for the central bet. But then again, I want the Panthers to win. So it's like there's so many fucking things going on in my head. Like, is this good or bad? So I, right now, I think that's better for me if the Lightning don't make it, especially because I have them under 99 and a half points. So yeah, right now, I'm still trying to hope the Lightning start losing. Not, not good today, though. <laughs> Yeah, and, and if you if you did miss the boat on the Sabres miss the playoffs like I did, uh, one sharp shark threw out in the Discord. I think their point total live is under eighty nine and a half, which uh, he has some good analysis in there. I think that's a good bet. I mean, if you're not going to lay minus three hundred, I think that's probably around a pick'em. So that's probably a good look. Definitely better than the minus three hundred now. That's for sure. Yeah. Minus two hundred is one thing. And minus three hundred, uh, no. Give me the the point total because the. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs for sure, but they're almost certainly not going to make the 90-point um, mark either. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anything else you got your eye on here futures-wise, or should we just uh, close it out here? Oh, let's go. The Canucks about to start the second period, so um, got work to do. Sweating away these fucking million Canucks bets. All right there, yeah. Uh, make sure you get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. We're on our live bets. We're putting our cards in there before the game starts. You can see all of our picks. If we didn't say them on the podcast, we'll have our official plays there um, before the game. But most nights, most days, tomorrow's got the slates. Um, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or you listen to your podcast, at least a five-star rating and review. So that's something to read here. Um, and yeah, we should be back next week. I think we got a more normal schedule next week with, with a lot of games Tuesday, Thursday, and light, lighter slates on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So get back in the normal swing of things next week. Uh, hopefully with the full crew. Not sure what kind of schedule is, but um, yeah, that's it for now. Follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Make sure you check out the website. All of our articles are there. Uh, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSLP. I'm Joel Meyer, and you can see me. Saying fuck you to BW, the fucking snap or snap, whatever you call it. <laughs> Let's go. The Ohio State University rolls in the big house. Let's go, Buckeyes. See ya.